It's time for Medical Monday right here on E-Radio with uh, ophthalmologist Dr. Dylan Joseph. How's it going, doctor? Yeah, well, thank you. And yourself? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. Uh, tell me, how did the launch go? You uh, opened officially opened your uh, George branch uh, last Monday. How did it go? Yeah, a week ago today. Um, it uh, it went really, really well. It was, I think it was well received by um, our colleagues. We had uh, a lot of optometrists uh, there um, to, to welcome us and uh, even a few prospective patients who are interested in laser vision correction surgery and um, uh, I think the the message uh, of of myopia control and laser vision correction and dry eye was was uh, hit home really really well and I think there's a great need for the area and uh, so we're looking forward to the future and very excited about the clinic. So Beata Parsons is up and running in George. Uh, that's fantastic. Yes, yeah, we've basically put the infrastructure in and we're linking the two practices at the moment. It's a, an incredible amount of software and, and IT that goes mm. into making sure that they linked well so that we've got real-time data uh, communicable between the two practices. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's going to be a, um, a great venture. And, and from next week, basically, I think we can start seeing um, patients. We wanted to make sure that every... Every box was ticked before we exactly. uh, got into clinical practice. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, I'd be very interested to know more about the IT side of it. Uh, just uh, personally, I wonder uh, how it's all linked and, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you must wow. tell me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got a fantastic, fantastic uh, chap uh, that does our IT. It's a company called Castnet. Um, uh, sadly, he's emigrated, but he's got a, a great. Uh, a, a team on the ground here mm. and i think COVID has changed the world and and we're still able to do um the installation remotely and he's yeah. been able to sit in uh, in the hague in holland and do it from there wow um a- as if he was here which is <laughs> fantastic how, how does all changed that's fantastic eh? isn't it so um we talking today about cataracts again we we spoke about it briefly before where we explained more about it but today you're taking us through the whole process from sitting in your office to going to hospital so let's yes. talk about the advanced eye assessment first the why we've called it the advanced eye assessment is it's exactly that um, when, a, when a person comes into the office they really want to know about their eyes health so we give them an in detail analysis of every part of the eye from the back from the optic nerve to the retina to the macula the blood vessels the gel inside the eye the lens uh, towards the front of the eye and the cornea as well as the tear form and they will be able to see images and scans videos of their eye in detail Um, and that's why we've called it the advanced eye assessment as opposed to a cataract evaluation or a lasik evaluation um, because sometimes, depending on a person's age, they may come in and thinking that they're a good candidate for a laser procedure or thinking that they might have cataracts. But at the end of the day, they've got dry eye or they do qualify for a laser procedure or rather a lens-based procedure. So we, we, we try to make, it, make sure that the patient doesn't have a preconceived idea of one procedure because refractive surgery entails a number of different procedures. Uh, and it's about empowering that patient at the end of the day to say, look, 
this is exactly what's wrong with my my visual system. This is how it can be fixed. We do audio recordings um, of the uh, consult so that you can listen to that as many times as you need to at home. Mm. We send you videos of your um, problems so that you can watch those at home and your visual solutions. And then, you know, if you've got any questions after that, you email us or you give us a phone call and we, we talk you through it until we you know um, exactly what the best fit for your eye is going to be. So that yeah, that's the advanced eye assessment. Okay, so you go home with your own. I didn't even know your own audio recording and video and everything. That's so nice. You're almost going home with your like your whole uh, your own podcast. <laughs> <That's> uh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That's and, really cool. And I think <laughs> there's so much detail involved in it, and it's so overwhelming. Yeah, you know, sitting there listening to. Um, every part of your eye and, 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 and anatomy and mm. what your options could be. And often there's not just one option. So um, as I said, you, 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 you can be quite overwhelmed thinking that you've come in with one idea and you go home with three or four. Yeah. And then to be able to digest that in your own time is really important. And that's why we found it such a good um, addition to our clinic to be able to, to offer that service uh, to our patients and it, and it really I think makes that decision making journey and process a lot easier for them. Absolutely so now you can go home and in your free time listen to uh, everything again and just as you said digest it but uh, Dr. Dylan let's say now you, you diagnosed me and uh, you told me I'm a good candidate for uh, cataract surgery uh-huh. What are the two questions that I should ask myself before I go into surgery? Yeah, so not only applicable to cataract surgery, but to, for example, a customized lens exchange where you don't have a cataract, you may not be a good candidate for laser vision correction, but we can still go and take your own lens out, same surgery as cataract surgery, or perhaps you're a good LASIK uh, candidate. You've got to sit there and ask yourself two questions. One, do I want to improve my vision? And secondly, do I want to reduce, if not eliminate, my need for spectacles and contact lenses and or reading glasses? And if you can answer one or both of those questions confidently, then you are at the right time in your um, life uh, to make that decision to, uh, you know, then walk the visual journey with me. If you're not... Uh, confident about answering those questions then we delay it another Mm. six months another nine months another year until you make those decisions i can tell you what we can do for your eyes i can tell you what may be wrong with your eyes and how we can fix it um but at the end of the day it's always in your hands to make that decision and that's why it's so important to have the power and the access to that information and understand what's going on and what your options are before making that decision. And I tell everyone that. And I think if those are the two take-home points, you say to yourself, right, do I want to improve my vision? And do I want to reduce my dependence on, on spectacles, contact lenses, and or reading glasses? And now, Dr. Joseph, uh, I'm leaving your office and uh, we're getting a, a hospital date and we have to talk about the admission process. Um, yes. So I get to the hospital. Do I need to have a COVID test? Yeah, so um, with our day clinic that we uh, operate out of, it's a day facility. So we do not admit uh, patients. We do not admit acute patients, meaning ill patients, and there are no overnight patients. So it's not a general hospital mm. that um, that looks after um, um, sick patients. Uh, we work at Advanced Health uh, Day Center in Neisner, and, and their policy and protocol is that if you're having day surgery, that at least 
um, 24 to 48 hours prior to surgery, you need a um, an antigen mm. uh, negative COVID test, um, which includes going you know down to the pathcare, your local pathcare or ampath, and taking a nasal swab, sending it off, yeah. and uh, we get we get the results SMS to us and emailed to us. And um, Mariska, our, our front uh, patient liaison officer, is is really on the ball with that. So she helps um, the patients through that journey. She tells them and informs them how to do it, where to go. Um, as well as their um, authorizations and pre-authorizations for medical aids, what their co-payments may be. So we really try and make that um, journey as efficient as possible, but it's important to know, you know, what, what you're in for at the end of the day and that process involved before uh, being admitted to hospital. And, um, yeah, I mean, once you're in hospital uh, on that day, then it's a, a separate journey uh, as well. Is there anything else you'd like to mention about uh, the protocol in the morning? Is there something I should do before I come in or something I shouldn't do, maybe? Yeah. Um, most of our anesthesia is uh, conscious sedation. So you have a drip up, uh, you're nice and drowsy. We put lots of numbing drops onto the surface of your eye and you do not feel anything. Uh, I think that's the one thing people panic about and how mm. to keep your eye open. We do that all for you and you really do not feel anything. In fact, a lot of the... Um, Medications that we give you intravenously uh, take away your short-term memory, so you don't uh, remember it as a bad experience. Wow. Um, yeah, and, and you know, Mariska is in, incredible. She comes through to the patients in the morning, and she'll chat to them and uh, put them at ease. Uh, it's really, really a, a great um, added benefit that, that Mariska does, um, and uh, it's about developing rapport with your your patients and making them feel that this is home and and their clinic as well mm. the clinical staff are really excellent and they go the extra mile to make you feel uh, comfortable and at ease as well it is after all we're you know an operation on you in my opinion your most precious sense yeah. your sight um so you, you're naturally nervous and you want to be mm. uh you know put at ease and to make sure that you're you're comfortable and um you know, the experience is basically it's a half an hour surgery in theater uh, you know, you're in the in the in the post-op ward for a couple of hours until the staff feel you are healthy enough to be discharged, and uh, then you're on your way home, and you're in your own bed for that evening. So, uh, doctor, I also wanted to ask you. You know, uh, during the surgery, when your eyes are open like that, is there no yes. desire at all to blink? So the the topical drops, so the anesthetic drops that we use, as well as the combination of the sedation and the fact that we hold your eyelids open. Mm. So we've got a little little device that keeps your eyelid open for us. Uh, takes away that blink response. It's quite incredible. Okay, wow. So you know, you you actually you don't consciously think then about uh, blinking, wow. and that is all taken away for you. Yeah. Oh, That's a very you. good question. There's, there's LASIK and, mm. and cataract surgery um, people. It's the big thing that keeps them up the night before is how am I going to keep my eye open? But yeah. Really, <laughs> what if you, I want to blink? You don't, yeah. <laughs> no, you, don't, you don't, don't need to stress about that at all. I certainly won't be able to operate in between your blinks. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Yeah, that would be hectic. Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, I was also going to ask you now, you know, should I be nervous or anxious about surgery? But uh, it's very reassuring what you're saying. Yeah, I, I think um, if you're not nervous, you're not normal. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I think we it's about the process of you know, making a, a person feel comfortable, making them feel confident in the decision that they've taken uh, to undergo a customized lens exchange or a cataract procedure. And then it's about 
uh, that whole preoperative experience with our staff, with the ward staff, the surgery journey itself, and then of course the postoperative care. And you know we are critical about uh, postoperative management uh, in terms of um, surgeon-led postoperative management. We I, I see the patients myself on day one. I see them at week one and at week six after the surgery and. Uh, any time they feel necessary during the rest of the, um, the, the the course of the post-operative period, be it a year, two years, three years, it, it doesn't matter. What is really great is uh, the movement into um, co-management. So our optometrists uh, in the garden route are very well versed with post-operative um, uh, care and management uh, of, of cataract and lens surgery, and they often see the patients, and if there's issues, um, they pick that up and they're quickly onto the phone with us and and we can sort those out together. So uh, patients are also obviously given a sedative uh, or, uh, you know, with a, a tranquilizing effect. So I suppose that also helps a lot yeah. with uh, the nerves and the anxious uh, feelings. Yeah, absolutely. So a pre so before you in, go uh, wheeled into theatre, so you already have your drip up, uh, a little bit of a pre-med, what we, we call uh, sedative basically to relax you. And then once you're in theatre, then it's a... A, a more steady sedation mm-hmm. uh, where you don't feel the need to, to, to jump off the table, so to speak. And uh, mm-hmm. no, you, you're very relaxed and, and most people don't even remember the experience. Or, wow. or actually, um, a lot of people tell me it was that pleasant. They look forward to their second diabetes. Mm. Well, that's nice. The good stuff. <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> uh, Dr. Uh, Joseph, absolutely. also want to ask you a very interesting question. Can I have both eyes done on the same day or is that not possible? And what are the risks if you do both on the same day? Yeah. Um, so for a long time, it was thought that it's it's best to operate them on sep- uh, your eyes on separate days. And, um, you know, for a number of reasons, one, post-operative outcomes. So you're chasing um, good visual outcomes. You know, if, if you're slightly off target on the one eye, you could adjust for the second eye, which is a very valid reason. But, you know, watching our nomograms and how tight they are nowadays and how accurate our post-operative results are, um, that's become far less of a risk. Uh, so that risk kind of falls by the wayside. From a risk of inf- uh, infection, uh, the risk is 1 in 10,000 um, having infection inside the eye, which is very low. And if I'm operating both eyes on the same day, we um, completely take off all your drapes. My staff go and rescrub, I go and rescrub, and all of the instruments that are used on the first eye are taken out of the theater and we use a completely new sterile set of instruments so your your theoretical risk of infection uh, operating on this day or operating a week apart is uh, is identical essentially so a lot of patients who are either elderly or have a lot of other issues and um, comorbidities you know like uh, perhaps dementia or high blood pressure cholesterol they traveling from far or they don't want to come uh, into hospital and potentially be t- exposed to covid um, uh, on multiple occasions, that they feel that they'd rather have it done in one in one sitting, and uh, we absolutely do that. I, and routinely on on my lists, uh, once or twice a week, I'm operating um, both eyes at the same time, and it it really is convenient for the patient. Um, so we discuss all of that preoperatively as well and go through those options. And if they're happy with that, then we certainly uh, certainly do that for them. Thank you, Doc. Uh, moving on now, uh, lastly, to the post-operative experience. Afterwards, can I see what's going on? 
<laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's not like the good old days where you had to sit in a dark room for three days and yeah. have, a, have a patch over your eye and then a dark shield over <laughs> yes. that. Um, we, we don't even tape the eyelids closed anymore. The wounds that we make are two and a half millimeters wide um, and, and we don't put stitches in. So literally after the surgery, you um, we, we put a clear eye shield on uh, with holes in it so that you, it can breathe and you can still see through that shield. Even mm. if you've had both eyes done, you're in your own bed that evening and, and you come back to the clinic the next day and we take off those shields. And in terms of your recovery, it's usually very quick. Uh, within a day to two days, you're up and running and functional. You could be playing golf that weekend. You could be running. Wow. Uh, you could be cycling, walking, uh, doing gym. We avoid swimming for, for 10 days, especially mm. in dirty water. Um, but in terms of your lifestyle, um, modern day uh, cataract surgery and technology has made it a lot a lot easier uh, to get back to your uh, your life um, within a matter of hours to days. Um, so the experience post-operatively is, is vastly different to what it uh, was 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, it's nice. Well, it, it, at least it changed for the best. But the other question is, do I need to put uh, dark sunglasses on like a celebrity when I go outside, or is that not necessary? <laughs> Well, we, after LASIK, after lens or cataract surgery, there is some inflammation in the eye and there is some light sensitivity. The surface of the eye may be dry and dryness um, equates to uh, um, light sensitivity. And for that reason, yes, we, we advocate the use of a good pair of ultra, uh, ultraviolet uh, sunblockers. And uh, you can wear that for a week, for 10 days, for six weeks. It, it doesn't matter. Um, while you're outside and if it helps with the glare. If you feel that you, you don't uh, want to use them, you don't have to. Our our modern-day lens technologies have an inbuilt ultraviolet filter. So they, they block out the harmful light rays. They don't tint, however, so they're not going to go dark in your eye, but they will keep the harmful ultraviolet out your eyes. Mm. Um, but if you are light sensitive, then yeah, absolutely be a celebrity. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, uh, when will I see you again after the surgery? This is quite a funny uh, question with uh, a lot of meanings, literally and figuratively. But yeah. when will yeah. I see you again after yeah. surgery? <laughs> well, ho ho hopefully literally and figuratively the next day um, <laughs> after surgery, day, day one. Um, if you've had lens surgery, it's day one, day six, a uh, week later, and then, and then week six. And uh, all going well. Um, then at a year after surgery. Uh, so 90% of patients who have had lens or cataract surgery are bang on target and they're happy with their visual outcomes. 10% may need a laser enhancement, a touch-up of laser at the six-week mark if they are not completely satisfied with their visual outcome or if they don't mind going back into specs, we uh, chat to their optometrist and they go back and get spectacles made. Uh, but from a laser vision correction perspective, we see you at day one and usually week six and um, either three or six months and then once a year. Yeah, the, the, it, it, the, the intervals get stretched, uh, you know, the, the, the further down the line we are from the surgical date. And then the final question, Dr. Joseph, just to sum it all up, if you have to say, how fast is the visual recovery in general? So with cataract surgery, modern-day cataract surgery, the, the lens technology, the accuracy of the lenses, most people are seeing really well 24 hours after the surgery. What happens with lens surgery, that the lens does take time to settle into its place in the eye, and that can have an impact on your vision, and that generally takes two to three weeks. But uh, by and large, most people are seeing 
really well within that first week after surgery, or at least for the target that we've set them for, be it reading, computer, um, distance, or a combination of the both. A LASIK surgery is, is very quick. Within 24 hours, a lot of my traveling LASIK patients are able to drive themselves home mm. uh, if I feel that their vision quality is good enough. There are certain laser procedures which do take longer to rehabilitate, so we advise not to drive for a little longer after surgery. Unfortunately, with, with the majority of the procedures, uh, visual recovery on is with, within 24 to 72 hours, and you're up and running and, and functional again. So downtime is minimal thanks to, uh, thanks to very small incisions, to, to modern-day lenses, and to very accurate uh, machines that we use to calculate the lens strengths. Dr. Joseph, you make it sound so easy, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> well... The, 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 art, uh, the art is in the science, and the science is in the art, eh? Yes. It's, uh, no, it, it, is a, it is a lot of info, and it's a lot of monitoring your own data, following your own outcomes, feeding that back into the system. And that's why we also have a full-time um, mathematician in our, in our office who is constantly looking at you know, post-operative outcomes and feeding that back into the system to make sure that we are uh, really fine-tuning our our data and outcomes as much as possible. Very advanced indeed and very insightful again uh, today on Medical Monday. Dr. Joseph, last thing is for you to give me your contact details. Give us your contact details. Right, Ian. So, yeah, our uh, direct landline number is 044-150-0085 and you can speak to Mariska. Should be able to answer all your questions. That's uh, email is info at dr Dylan Joseph, so dr Dylan Joseph dot com, and um, we've got a YouTube channel which answers a lot of these questions as well. We have a ton of videos uh, explaining um, LASIK, lens surgery, cataract surgery, and um, uh, we've also got uh, social media uh, platforms, uh, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, so yeah, uh, Google us find us there and if you've got some questions uh, you can even fill in an online uh, question form and we'll get back to you thanks doc and then obviously next week also just a bit of a, a teaser for next week we'll be talking about medical aids as well and how they uh, tie into all this that's going to be very interesting yeah absolutely absolutely i think it's a it's a discussion uh, probably worth an hour or two but yeah. uh, we'll try and compress it into a couple minutes <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, Doc. Thank you so Good. much. Until next right Monday, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You too, Jan. Take care.